All right, Magic Makers, it has been a minute since I've done one of these Friday uh, podcasts, and I, I apologize. Um, actually, no, I'm not going to apologize. I'm going to let you know what I was doing. I was on vacation for two weeks, and typically, you know, I work for myself, so typically vacation for me isn't a vacation, you know, and this year I said, you know what, I'm going to take a vacation, and I'm only really just going to get done the things that really need to get done. I need to get back to my clients uh, once a week when they check in with me. Um, so I told myself that I was only going to work out, work out. I was only going to work two hours a day and I was going to um, stop working at noon. So whatever I did by noontime, it was vacation time. I was not going to work on weekends. It was a Monday through Friday thing. And that's what I did. And it felt amazing. And so what that meant was I didn't get an opportunity to do one of these podcasts and that's okay. Right. You know, I felt guilty. I was like, Oh my God, you know, I told myself and now I'm not, I'm disappointing myself. I was like, no, I'm giving myself permission to rest. I'm getting myself permission to take time off. So that's, that's why I, I didn't do that. And it's okay. So back to regularly scheduled programming. Um, so today I wanted to talk about letting go of the how. And I bring this up because, you know, one of my clients, she's really struggling with, she's got this goal in her head. She's like, this is the goal I want. And this is how it has to be. And I'm like, okay, but is, are you open to another possibility? And she's like, no, this is, this is just how it has to, go. it has to go. I know my body. And I'm like, okay. And as a coach, I, I want to meet her where she is. And so for me, I'm like, okay, let's, let's do it your way. Let's, let's do it your way, but also, you know, start to um, present these seeds because her feelings are valid. Right. And I, I, I recognize these feelings because that's the feelings I had. That's the feeling other clients have had because, we are control freaks, right? Raise your hand if you are nodding along because you are a control freak. And so for us, we feel like if I had past success doing it this way, that means I'm going to get future success doing it this way. And for most things, um, that works, right? That, however, you know, one of the things I've learned in doing this for almost 20 years is that there are always nuances that come up, right? Our bodies, I wish, were absolute. I, I wish our bodies were like mowing our lawn, right? You go out and you you set the lawnmower at a certain blade height, you mow your lawn, and you're going to have a beautiful lawn. You go out there, you water, you're going to have a beautiful lawn. Unfortunately, our bodies are highly adaptable and reactive, right? So unless we are living our lives in a Petri dish, that's not how our bodies work, right? You know, our bodies are, you know, I want to think about now, you know, many of us in the US at this time of this recording are in a drought, right? So I don't know about you, but my plants ain't thriving right now. They are like, girl is hot. I'm trying to hang on my friend, right? So that's putting stress on it. You know, in my town, we are having a limited watering. So that's putting even, so they're under stress because the heat just blazing down on them. Another piece of stress because I can't give them the amount of fuel that they that they want. My town is under a um, a water like restricted water ban, right? So just like you, we all kind of face different things in our life as we go through as we go through. So 
even though it might have worked in the past a certain way, we got to look at the variables that we have faced in front of us. And, you know, life always throws us a curveball. So, you know, for many of my clients, some of them, they started working with me and they were like 30 something years old and they never dieted. So they got amazing results. And then we started to shift and now we have kids and now we're in our forties and what we did in our thirties isn't going to work anymore because I don't, I don't have the time, nor do I want to commit the time to what it took there. Uh, so there's a quote by Steve uh, Marabali, and it says, "Letting go of the how, you must learn to you must learn to let go and release stress because you're never in control, right? We're never in control. I, you know, on my check-in form, I have a you know what went well this week, and then I have you know this you know all the things, and then I, and then I have a category called life." right? Because we all have some weeks that life just comes at us fast and you don't anticipate it. So for many of us to let go of the how, that means you're surrendering, right? And surrendering is really hard. And um, I'm going to talk a little woo today. And it's for some of you, I don't really, I get, I think I do sprinkle in some woo, but it was me embracing my woo that really helped me to break up with my black or white thinking. My black or white thinking was go big or go home that, you know, I had to hustle. I had to grind. Everything had to be hard. Everything had to be a struggle. If I wasn't bleeding from my eyes, I, my, I wasn't worthy of achieving my goal. And at some point I was just like, I am so fucking sick of this. I'm done uncle. And I don't know how many of you that like, you know, when I was competing, I would get ready for a show and I would just grind and hustle my way to it. And by the time I finished the show, I was so, you know, deprived, <laughs> dissolution, all the, all the D's that I just, I literally, I would take a month off from the gym. Cause I just, I, I just couldn't because I just did so much crazy shit to get ready for the show. And that was unhealthy, completely unhealthy. And so, you know, after doing that for several years, I was like, you know, and not listening to what my coach said, I then started to realize there had to be another way, right? I had to surrender. I had to surrender to where I am. I had to surrender to that. It was, it's, it's a process. I had to, I had to surrender. I had to surrender that I needed to do things differently. I could do, 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 do things differently. And there was a different way that didn't require me to always feel like, I had to push, hustle, and grind and get my way there. So I had to surrender, right? I had to surrender to that. And, you know, when you surrender, you accept what is. And you begin to see things a little clearer, right? You're not so fixated on, like, you don't have your blinders on. It's like, this is how it has to be. This is how it has to be. And if it's not like this, I'm not going to get my goal. Like, I needed to just let go, right? And so that's when I started to have more open conversations with my coach, right? I started to not be like, you told me to eat this, but... I'm going to like cut that in half or I'm going to cut that in third. It was like, okay, you know what? I can't anymore. I I'm, I'm uncle. And so maybe I should try it this way. Cause at this point I have nothing to lose and more to gain was my sanity. So I started to, to see things a little clearer and I started to like, my energy started to shift a little bit more. And at this time was when I, you know, first started thinking about um, journaling and, you know, the whole concept of mindset first came in because it's like, when I started in this, um, in this industry, it was like, do it my way or the highway, right? That was the, that was the coaching vernacular for pretty much anyone you worked with. And then 
I started kind of having to like, I was very black and white with my thinking. It was like, you do this, you get X result. Do this, get X result. And when I was no longer getting that, that was frustrating. That was so, so frustrating for me. And so I happened to be working with a mindset coach at the time. And she asked me to journal. And I was like, journal, right? Dear diary. I, it was like, it, it just, I flashed back to like 16 year old came like, dear diary, I was waiting for Jimmy at his locker and he walked by and didn't say hi. What does that mean? Like, no, that's not what journaling is. You know, journaling is more just like, ask yourself better questions. You know, I'm all about my boyfriend and my boyfriend, Tony Robbins. He says, if I ask myself better questions, I get better results. And so with um, the, the coach at the time, she said, okay, Kim, um, I want you to journal and, and she goes set a timer for five minutes. And even if you write, I hate this, this sucks all she's like, just do it. Right. So I did. And I was like, all right, you know, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm paying you to help me get to a different place. And so I'm going to give it a shot. And I just basically, I wanted to prove her wrong. I really wanted to just prove her ass wrong. Well, here I am 10 years later, still freaking journaling. Right. And so I always ask a lot of my clients to journal, give it a try. And one of my clients said to me, she's like, Kim, you know, I don't journal because I don't like to um, rehash the past. And I was like, interesting, right? I had never heard that before. And I love when people like come back to me with a different perspective. It just makes, for me personally, makes me a better coach. And so I said, well, can we reframe that? Can we not think of journaling as a rehash of the past, but more of a uh, reflection, you know, like, so it's like, if you, if I said to myself, you know, if I went through my day and I said, you know, it, you know how could I have done this differently? Right. If, if maybe things didn't go my way that day and I'm like, how could I have done it differently? And, you know, it could be like, you know what, if I get out of bed five minutes earlier, I wouldn't have been speeding to work. Um, if I got out of bed five minutes earlier, I, I could have made a better breakfast, like than just popping toast in the toaster. Right. So it's like, it's more, I look at journaling as more of some days it's a reflection. Some days it's like, what do I want? Right. And I think, you know, for many of us, we don't ever stop and ask ourselves that question. What the hell do you want? You know, or ask yourself, what brings me joy? And, you know, when I was on vacation, you know, I did a lot, had a lot of, you know, downtime, month thinking time. And for me, it was, I wanted more space, you know, COVID taught me about space because, you know, they were like, go home. And, you know, at the time I was teaching classes five days a week, um, you know, three out of the five days I was, you know, literally, you know, teaching at noontime, only have a few hours at, at, in between and then going back and teaching at night. And I was like, you know what, I could get used to having more days at home where I'm able to focus in on the things that I want to focus in on, you know, yeah, I love teaching classes, but like it disrupts my flow. Like I'm a slow burner. Like, you know, I, if, as soon as I get, I get an idea, I want to like sit down and just like get it going versus I get the idea going and I'm like, oh crap, I got to go teach class. And then like, I lose the thought, I lose my momentum. So as I, as I was reflecting, I was like, I want to have more space again. I like, I've created space, but I'm like, you know what I can do with more space. And so here's where I, I, you know, I want you to ask, like, do you even know what you want? Do you even know what you're trying to steer your bus towards? Is there a quantifiable goal for this? Right. And then ask yourself this ultimate question. What happens if I let go? 
what happens, right? What if I'm like, Jesus, take the wheel? Like, what happens? Um, and this is where, you know, a lot of, this is where um, I had to stop trying to steer the bus. Like when I was trying to steer the bus, I was trying to steer the bus with how my body looked. I was trying to steer the bus with how my business looked. I was trying to steer the bus with how my relationship looked. I was trying to steer every gosh darn aspect of my life. And that's when I really, like this woman, and uh, she was actually, she was on um, my podcast and she was instrumental to helping me shift out of my black and white thinking was that, you know, the thought is what's meant for you will not pass you by. Right. So I, I, anytime I feel like I'm behind, anytime I feel like something should be happening, I should be doing something different. I pause and I'm like, you know what? What's meant for me won't pass me by. And then the other thought is that what if it looks different? You know, in your head, you're like, this is how it should look. Right. You know, it's, you know, wrapped up in a bow. It's a blue bow in a green box. And it's this is how it, it's supposed to be. But what if it comes to you differently? And that concept, I was like, oh, I don't know what you're trying to, I'm like, I have no idea what you're trying to say to me. Like, that was just like, so like, such a this like, kind of like pie in the sky thought process for me. And so she made me read this book called E-Squared. And um, I'll put a link in, in the in the notes. So it's a book called E-Squared. And it's basically, how do you start to kind of like, use your mind to bring forth what you want to bring into the world? And it's like thinking differently, thinking instead of you saying, this is like, this is how it has to be like, you know, so let's, let's use weight loss. Cause that's many of you follow me for weight loss. So it's like, you know, in order for me to, um, lose weight, I have to exercise more and eat less. Right. I can only eat chicken, broccoli, brown rice, or sweet potatoes. I need to go to the gym a certain amount of time. That is the only way I'm going to get results. Right. So that's the, that's the how. Right. Because, you know, maybe in the past you did that and it worked like a charm. Gotcha. That was me. Right. Everything had to look a certain way. So then in the E3 book, one of the first experiments that she had us do was she talked about um, just in your mind's eye, seeing what you want. Right. So being crystal clear about this is what I want and just letting go of how it's going to happen just like this is what i want and just visualizing your your goal like this is what i want this is what i want and just letting and just just letting your mind just picture what you want so in the book it was picture yellow butter it was picture yellow butter yellow butterflies and purple feathers right that was that was what you're supposed to picture i'm like all right so at the time it was february in boston and i was like i'm gonna see some yellow butterflies in freaking February. Are you kidding me? So, you know, I'm like, all right. So I go on about my day. And then all of a sudden, this is probably maybe a week or two go by. I'm watching TV and it's a commercial. Freaking yellow butterflies fly across the screen. And I was like, holy shit right I let go because I let go of how it had to be right I, I let go of that um that was just like really crazy town for me um the other thing of just you know making decisions right I was trying to decide if I should um work with my current functional doctor 
And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I've, I've, you know, kick, kick, I've kicked so many rocks on the road. I've kissed so many frogs and they have not turned into princesses. So I said, okay, if I see a peacock, I should work with, with her. Well, sweet Georgia Brown. I go to Vegas for work and we're walking through the Bellagio and in, in the Bellagio every season they change, they have this like beautiful, like flower display of, you know, whatever. And it's, it, it just takes over like a whole big area and it's just freaking stunning. And I remember I told you, I said peacocks, I walk in the whole display is freaking peacocks. And I was like, holy shit. Right. So it was me letting go. Right. It was me just saying, you know what, I'm going to throw it out to the universe because I believe the universe knows better than me. The universe has better guidance than I have. Right. So it was, that was the first experiment, as I mentioned, of me just saying, you know what, I have to surrender and just let it go. I have to say, you know what, there's something bigger for bigger than me than I know. And when I let go, then I am able to grow. I'm able to move into my, I don't know if it's my higher purpose. I, I don't know what the right terminology is for it, but that's what that's what I'm taking away. So I'm gonna give you the last, um, last three things here. So one of my biggest kind of like mindset mentors, her name is Rachel Luna and, um, She's like, when you let go of the how, right? When you let go of the how and you try and you stop steering, you're finally committed to facilitating growth. And in order to facilitate growth, you know, if we draw three, if we draw three intersecting circles, right? So one circle is we have to get uncomfortable, right? So that, and I I know that I've said this multiple times, like, in order to see a change, I have to make a change. And to make a change, it is going to feel hard. It's going to feel squishy. It's going to feel like, oh my God, I want to turn back. That's what being uncomfortable feels like. And it's okay, right? It's okay because I know that, you know, especially if you're working with a coach, they're guiding you down a path that you want to go through. They're they're just shortcut, helping you see the shortcuts, right? You know, think about it as a maze. And you know, um, you can go round and round and round and round the maze or as a, as a coach, my job is like, you know what, follow me. I'm going to help you avoid the dead ends and I'm going to help you get through this maze a lot faster than if you did it on your own. But that requires you to get a little uncomfortable. It requires you that we're probably not going to do some of the stuff that you're used to doing. And we might do some of the same stuff, but we might do it a little bit differently. We might do it a little, you know, a little differently than what you've done in the past. The third piece of that, you know, big circle that we talked about is like knowing it's okay to change, right? Knowing that if I do say what I want to, if I do tell myself, this is what I want, I do want to lose the weight for good and not never play this yo-yo game. I do want to add muscle to my body. I do want to sleep better. I do want to have more energy. I want to do want to reduce my craving. I don't want to have any damn belly fat on me anymore. Knowing that it's okay to change because in order to get to the parts of that, I don't want anymore. I got to accept that it's okay to make some changes. Cause if I keep holding on, keep doing the same thing that I do, I'm always going to get what I got. And if you love what you got, rock on with your bad self, 
But if you don't love what you got, then here's where we got to start to really go back to that other circle of getting uncomfortable. Then the last piece here is committing to unlearning and unbecoming who you are, who you are right now. And uh, this is where I think to think about like um, that whole butterfly quote, right? You know, like you are in a cocoon right now and the cocoon feels amazing. And you, you know, and you went and you were ate, it's a caterpillar. You went and you ate all these leaves and it was just fabulous. And it was just lovely. And then it came cocoon time. So right now you're in that cocoon and now you're starting in that unlearning, you're unbecoming a caterpillar and you're starting to grow into your next phase. You're starting to transform into your next phase of being this beautiful butterfly. Not that you weren't a beautiful caterpillar. Now you're like, you, you know, that the caterpillar is your before and the, the butterfly is your after. So here's where, you know, you have to ask yourself, like, if you're content being a caterpillar, awesome, right? Be a caterpillar all night long. But if you're like, you desire to be a butterfly, then we got to go back to like letting go of the how, being led through that maze and feeling secure and safe that it's okay to change that, you know, you are not going to fall off a cliff and feel, and feel supported. Right. You know, that's for me as a coach, like I always say to people, like, I don't, like, I will never chastise my client. Like you didn't, you weren't compliant with something or you couldn't get something done. I'm never going to be like, shame on you. It's going to be like, all right, what's going on? Because maybe what I gave you was a little bit too hard right now. Maybe I'm pushing too hard because I'm a pusher. I am a pusher, right? Because I'm like, I'm like a pit bull. Like you tell me your goal, it becomes my goal. And I'm like, all right, let's get there. How do we get there? How do we get there? How do we just push, push, push and go, go, go? Where some of you might be like, I need to take baby steps. Okay, I'm going to present the path and I'm going to ask you, what are you willing to change? Where are you now? And so that way, if you keep asking me like, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? I'm going to be like, here's the path. Get on the path. Because the path doesn't change. It's just a matter of how, how the pace, what the pace we take on that path. All right, ladies, I've given you a lot of food for thought. But the biggest thing I want you to take away with is, is control, right? So control, ultimately, this podcast comes down to control. And we try to control every darn thing. <laughs> we try to control every darn thing of our lives. So here's what the control piece comes. Draw a piece, draw um, another three circles, th three circles. And it's, and it's the sphere of control. So I have one sphere. This is what I totally control, right? Everything in that circle is like, this is all the things I know I totally control. Next sphere, things I have a little bit of control over, right? And then you have the big sphere things I don't have any control over. And this kind of helps you to kind of put things into perspective, right? You know, um, and I'll leave you with this last thing. So, you know, I have a client and she's like, oh gosh, um, I really want to lose the weight. I really want to lose the weight. Great, awesome, let's do it. And so I look at her and, you know, she, in her mind, tells herself that, you know, when we first worked together, she's like, she was at the gym two days a week. She was eating five meals a day. And everything was fabulous and she was losing the weight. And I said, great. I said, so now let's look at that sphere of control. And I said, how much control of your time do you have right now? Right? Because when I started working with her, she was 27 years old. And now she's got three kids. So, so if we look at time, how much, you know, how much time do you control? And she's like, well, she's like, I probably can do about 40 minutes at the gym. 
okay, so then we have to change the type of workouts that you do. But she's like, but if I'm not at the gym for 90 minutes, am I going to get the results? And I was like, you'll still get the results. It's not going to be as fast as you want them, but you're still going to get the results because now we have to be more focused on our time. We're not going to be spreading out body parts, right? If I'm only having three days at the gym, then we need to make those three three days as impactful as they possibly can so that we're working multiple body parts at the same time for multiple days, right? So that maybe we're hitting our biceps two times versus one time in a week. You know, we're having one day devoted to, you know, most... Most people's most stubborn part of their body are your legs, right? So we're, we're focusing on our legs, but on those other two days, we're hitting your legs as well, not as heavy as we would on that third day. So as we go through, you know, like think about like, we tell ourselves, this is what it has to be. But if I look at that sphere of control and, and I don't have a lot of control over my time, then I have to start to like adjust, And then I have to adjust my expectations as a client, as a coach. That's one of my biggest challenges is that expectation management that, you know, we want, you know, it's Amazon Prime, right? I woke up on Monday, said, this is the body I want. Why isn't it here by Friday? Right. I wish, I wish it was Amazon Prime, but it is not. So here's where we have to kind of start to like, see what we want and have faith that the steps that we're taking on a consistent basis are going to come to us. So I would love to hear how this is landing with you. Um, shoot me, uh, you can always find me, shoot me an email, hello at kimbarnesjefferson.com. You can always find me on the socials, Kim Jefferson Coach on Instagram, as well as on Facebook. All right, ladies, have a fabulous Friday and I will definitely talk to you next week.